This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, you know, before they were legends of outlaw country, they were lost souls looking for their sound. Don't miss Mandy Moore and the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the rise of outlaw country music and its biggest stars. Hear how one woman's vision in her tiny living room, far from Nashville's Music Row, became the epicenter of a musical movement. Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in The Boar's Nest. Listen now at audible.com slash The Boar's Nest. About to hop in a podcast with Philip Sweet of Little Big Town, which I believe... After he's on, we'll have had three of the four members of Little Big Town. Yeah. All coming on with uh, different individual stories. You know, I had someone reach out to me recently and say, hey, we want to get the whole band up there. And I was like, well, that kind of defeats the purpose. Not about Little Big Town, different band. I said, I would talk to one or two people from the band. I said, but if there's like three or four, it starts to be a different dynamic. Well, then it's more of the, the, the band show, the shtick the thing that you've all created. It's hard to dial in on somebody. You're not paying enough attention to certain people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, We've only done, like, duos for two people. I we did High Valley. Yeah. Let Maddie me, and Tay. Oh, Maddie and Tay. That's right. And that's only since we moved to this house. Yeah, we didn't. We only we, had one mic before. <laughs> yeah, like you moved here, too. Yeah, I live right next door. It's only since <laughs> I moved to this house. Because we did Preston from Low Cash yeah. without Chris because we only had one mic whenever I was living in the other place. Yeah. Um, not that we have some crazy... A lot of mics now. We just have, uh, two, I guess we could do two, huh? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he's about to hop in and hear some interesting stories about Little Big Town. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. I just pulled up my account. I haven't been looking at mine a lot. I posted a couple pictures because I had a new dog. Holy crap. I should have got a new dog a long time ago. <laughs> and then just like blowing up. Well, just to bring him home for Instagram and then send him back to his owner. <laughs> I, I just got a new dog. I should just find a random dog and do that. Yeah. Well, I put up a picture yesterday, 205,000 likes. Wow. A video just him snoring has 300,000 views. That's crazy. I could probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do a thing with um, a dog food company coming up. It's about, it's, mostly it was about service dogs. Uh-huh. I had a dog for 15 years, and uh, he died a little over a year ago. And I, I've struggled. Yeah, I've struggled with this dog even a bit, going, oh, man, it's not my original dog. Not his fault. This dog's six weeks old, by the way. Um, but I told them, because we're doing a service dog thing, I was like, hey, I got a puppy. They were happy because it was weird for them to hire somebody to come do a dog thing when they didn't have a dog. <laughs> and I was like, hey, just, you know, in case you want to send me some free dog food. That was really the reason I kind of put it out there. Um, so if you see that on Instagram, I'll be, which, by the way, I don't do very many ads on Instagram. I did one over the, um, over the weekend. 
Why do we have an extended weekend? Uh, or did we not have an extended weekend? No. Oh. Well, I did one. I did a Pepto-Bismol one. Did you see that one? Yeah, I did see that. I rarely do a sponsored post. Um, but I do love Pepto-Bismol. And they were like, hey, I think they saw it on my counter in a post. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Which is how I'm also doing Metamucil. I was talking about them in an Instagram post one time. And they, someone it got over to them. And they were like, hey, you use us? It's so funny how that works. Um, and this is not a commercial for Pepto-Bismol in any, by any means, but um, I always feel weird putting them up. And I put up a picture of us in the podcast studio, me in the Pepto-Bismol box. Yeah. Like we're having a podcast talk. <laughs> but you'll see that up on my Instagram. And for everybody who likes that, I appreciate that because you're probably like, ah, that's an ad. I shouldn't like it. But when you do like it, it makes me look cooler to the advertisers. Like, look at that. And I don't do many of them unless, like, I, and let me tell you, I'm a big Pepto-Bismol believer. This is not even a commercial. Um, so, yeah, that going through my feed here because Philip and I talk about Instagram briefly. Um, <clears throat> I tell you, on my, I am getting a little heat because I got a bulldog and I was looking around a lot um, at a lot of the shelters trying to find a dog and one of my friends reached out and he goes, hey, we, we had a litter of dogs. You can have one. And I was like, great. And so I took a dog and people were like, you didn't get it from a shelter. Like trying to guilt me. I saw a bunch of that. Like, get over it. Like, let me look at your life and see. By the way, I don't feel guilty. I didn't go shopping for a dog and go, I'm going to go through all. I literally had a friend go, hey, we have a dog. We have, we have an extra dog. I think it's be a good dog for you. And I went, cool. The dog's alive. It needs a home. I'll take it. It's, it's a living creature. It's, <laughs> right. What do you want me to do? Should we take? Anyway, I haven't even deleted any of them. Because mostly people take care of that for me online. Like if somebody gets out of hand, somebody else usually hops in there and goes, hey, like virus up. protection. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's my Norton. <laughs> Other people are my Norton. But. Yeah, the cute dog, huh? You get, you get to meet him just now? Yeah, that's awesome. He's so small and cute. He's really small. He's not going to be small forever. That's the thing. And I mean, nor are they ever, but he actually will get pretty thick. But, um, yeah, that's kind of the life right now. I just got a new dog here at the house. We do the show from my house. Let me suggest, if you listen to this podcast and you like it, there are some other ones. You can check out Amy's Four Things with Amy Brown. She had her husband on that recent Q&A. Yeah. They talk, talk about her shaving her face, which he does not like. There is Velvet's Edge with Kelly Henderson. She had a money manager on recently. Yeah. Talking about things that people, you know, their 20s and 30s, what they do right, what they do wrong. And talking about CBD oil this week. And this week's CD, CBD yeah. oil. Very practical stuff over on the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. Caroline Hobby has a podcast, the Get Real podcast with Caroline Hobby, where she does, talks to Phelps wife, who you know, I'm about to talk to, but she talks to a lot of the wives of country stars. Um, so you can check that out. There's us, there's the Sore Losers, the Sports Show. Uh, is that it, Mike? I always forget one. No, you got them all. Got them all. It's a f five, ep five uh, series right now on the Nashville Podcast Network. Looking to grow and uh, talking to shows and seeing how it goes. There you go. Uh, that's it for now. I'm on the road. You want to check out the Raging Idiots? Ragingidiots.com. That's Eddie and I's comedy duo. We play some songs, do some comedy. Now in our show, we kind of have a Broadway musical type section of the show as well which is either going to bomb or be awesome we've never practiced in front of anyone we've we practiced a little last night other than that let's do philip sweet thanks for listening to the bobby cast here you go there's no breath there there's an episode 186 of the bobby cast with philip sweet of little big town which i think i was trying to think back well we have a lot of it's funny how you you live here long enough which i think now i've been here a while. i've been here enough to consider myself part of this community now yeah and I'm 10 minutes late. 
No, no, you're good. You're good. It's the traffic's terrible. It, we it, schedule it these does. things at the worst possible it's, times. It's, well, it was a weird time because we try. <laughs> Because we try to balance but there's it no out pressure. with the radio show being all day. I mean, and then I'm up there imagine. until whatever, and then I try yeah. to get a workout in, and then we try to put this so it's not too. There's, it's it's terrible to get over here, and then come down that road out there, like the I, it's traffic's. When full. I drive down this road, I think like outside about the house? my Arkansas homie. I'm like, we didn't yeah. expect this. <laughs> That's true. We didn't know what to anticipate when it was happening, yeah. when it was growing as it is now. It's incredible. We have a, a lot of mutual friends. I, as I was sitting here about to, um, I said, hey, yeah, Phil's coming over. And so Topher hit me up. I love Topher. Who's like one. So Topher is one of my friends. I, and I don't have a lot of, like, um, I would say peers in Nashville that I hang out with outside of work things. But Topher's he, one of my dudes. He's pretty genius. And so he's actually working with you guys and written some stuff for the new, for the new record, huh? Peace and uh, blessings. Yes. And is he, is he producing you guys at all? We worked on a couple things together yeah, so that we wrote, co-wrote together. Still and under lock and key right now? Well, you know. Well, listen, I, I just know what I see online. So he said to say what up, and then you know who's coming over later is Adam Bobo. What? Who's a friend of mine. And, but it's like we, we have the same kind of circle Well, of, I was of so folks. impressed when Topher said, I wrote some things with the guys, you know, and, and they're going to come out in the next record. I was like, what? Like, I should get in, in on that. Like with some <laughs> Arkansas crazy, yeah. we got to get a little. And you are from Arkansas, oh, you know, which has always been Northeast kind of our bond. Arkansas. Yeah, but like Jonesboro. So I yeah. think Arkansas State. I think of Jonesboro. Where'd you grow up? Yeah, uh, well, a little bit more west of that, I guess. If you would call Jonesboro, you know, Arkansas State, mm -hmm. and they used to be called the Indians. Now they're the Red Wolves. They changed the name. They the changed, controversial they, mascot. I know. Change, yeah. It was so weird. So for me, they've always been the Indians. What was but, your town called? Jonesboro. Well, but uh, for me, like, I grew up in Hardy, Cherokee Village. Cherokee Village, yeah. Yeah. So that's, just, I, I should say, the Spring River, you know, because the Spring River kind of feeds into everything else. And then you go from there. When I was young, we used to drive up to Jonesboro, and I'd either play ball up in northeast Arkansas, like baseball. Um, I thought about going to Arkansas State, so I went up and tour, but I remember we'd always drive through Wiener. And I thought that was the funniest town because there's literally a town of Wiener, Arkansas. Mike, spell it like a penis. It's really? W, yeah, W-E-I-N-E-R. Oh, right, Philip? It's true. It's yeah. a real town. Oh, we'd always take Wiener. It. Before I mean, we could on. take us Instagram pictures, we'd have to take like, it on a... On how can a, anybody take Arkansas seriously when you have a town... the name of the Indians, but they won't change Wiener? I mean, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, high five yeah, to that, high five. dude. Like, we got to change the name of Wiener. You brought a Coke with it's you? It's like Vina. Well, I brought, you did, you I brought like a, real sugar, Bobby. But you didn't bring a bottle opener, and that's an old school coat? I know. I, with, we have no bottle opener me? here. Well, I, I was kind of hoping that you Mike might have one in his bag. A real bottle opener. He does, because yeah. I'm not classy enough to have Look a real bottle that. opener. Wait, what is that? The shape of Texas, of course. Well, he's a Texan. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. Texas <laughs> and Arkansas. It's not, a, get along. not a wiener shape, sorry. <laughs> Thank God. If you pull this off without spilling it with this weird bottle opener. Hey, I'm a, cl right. I'm a class act. Go ahead. Here we go. Watch this. Philip is going to open this. There's no way. You, there's no way. It is a little slippery. That's not going to. That's, a, that's not going to work, is it? Mike, you want to help him out? What, watch this. You do it the Texas way? What's, this, what's the. I'll show you the Texas way. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need, oh. I need some help here, obviously. Yeah, it's a tough way. By the way, this in a riveting podcast segment. <laughs> yeah, riveting. There we go. Oh my gosh! And then Bobby like, 
He let the like a bottle. Uh, He's like, I don't drink these things. Oh, I used to drink a lot of Coke. <sighs> I drank a three liter of Mountain Dew a day, like growing up. That's what I had was bologna sandwiches and Mountain Dew. I grew up on that. Yeah, so. me no. too. When I listen to your show, that's what I think about. I'm like, ah, about bologna sandwiches, all that, everything, and real Coke. Real Coke, bologna with a lot of mustard. And sometimes we were a so lot broke. Of mustard. We were so broke sometimes that we wouldn't even have bologna. We just do mustard on white bread. Yeah. Like if it was a bad it, week. When you say white bread, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's wonder bread. And you could actually take it and eat. White bread was so good to me as a kid. Oh, it's still so good. I would think, why would people ever eat wheat bread? It, well, wheat bread's a lot healthier. If you eat, now I don't even eat bread. You know, it's funny how times <laughs> have changed. Now I'm all frou-frou. I, don't, I just don't do many carbs. But back in the day, it was all white bread. And, you know, I just don't buy into it anymore. I'm like, I'm all about the white bread. Like, if still? you're going to eat it, if you're yeah. going to do it, do it. You grew up a bit like me. Did you grow up? I, a I'm, lot a, like I'm a you. food stamp kid, welfare kid. Big time, big time food stamp kid. Yeah. So what, what was what was it like growing up for you? It was all about the. For me, it was about the grilled cheese. Yeah. Because you had your government cheese. Your yeah, block your block of, cheese, of government cheese that you had to wait in had, line for. And you had to get the, the the bread, and then you had to get, obviously, the oatmeal, which fed you every morning, and then as another. Thing, you had to get the hot cocoa. From the uh, yeah, government cocoa. We never got government. We got government pudding. We never got government cocoa. It's called. It, it came from boxed milk. Like, have you ever had boxed milk? Yes. My grandma would get boxed milk. Yeah. I mean, I shiver just thinking about it. Mike, did you ever have government cocoa? No, I never. Had no. That. See, they were I teaching people milk. things. Um, okay, so they had like this box, and it had milk in it, powdered milk. And my mom was a genius at making, taking, turning the powdered milk into hot cocoa. And that would go with the grilled cheese. I don't know. It, it worked. But, God, that sounds gross right now. Well, you come a long way. <laughs> I mean, here, you guys, are, you know, it's funny to, to look and people will see Little Big Town and go, man, those guys are on top of the world right now. But what you see is, one, we'll call it the Instagram lens of it. The, I like that. Because... You only see the things that really are meant for you to be seen. True. And most people aren't putting out the things that... Um, and I've kind of been off of it in a little while. Off of what? You know, I've kind of off been Instagram just in not, general? Yeah, I haven't been posting. And that doesn't mean anything, really. I just, you know, being here with you guys today, it's like, I've, I've just been, I've been traveling. We've been on the road. We've been working. I've been at my uncle's funeral. I kind of have just been off of it, you know? I just... Didn't post. I haven't thought about it, and something about that is okay with me. I I think a break's good. I have, yeah, I have about a couple a year where I just kind of scrub myself, and I found too that I don't even miss it that much. Well, I get off, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. You know, like, I, know, I like to connect. I yeah, use it to connect. I like con to connect, yes. and that's the thing. Like, I I feel connected to you, and I can check on people, and I can follow along. But for me, like. It's just one of those things where sometimes I just need a break. And it gives me that space. Aren't Instagram stories of such a cool thing to actually have a different way to communicate? Like you have your like entire community of people that you talk with on Instagram stories that you really don't even text with and you really don't ever see in real life. But you have this, like I would say Matt Carney is a guy. Yeah. That I talk with all the time on Instagram stories. Great example. That I don't, we don't text. We don't ever see each other. But he's one of my favorite artists. Yeah. 
and he did this. We've just we talk all the time on Instagram stories. I feel the same way about Dave Barnes. Yeah. He's so funny. He's so funny, yeah. And I'll watch him and I'll check him out. But like, you know, I mean, don't be upset with me out there. I just haven't been posting. I have lots of things to post, actually, because we we've been to South France, we've been to New York, we've been, you know, doing all these things. Jimmy Fallon, we've had a lot going on. And sometimes I feel kind of guilty, like, oh, I don't I don't post enough about what's going on in my life. And then I also feel that that's okay. How was Jimmy Fallon? What's, so good. What's 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 he like a person? He's like you. He I'm like, Bobby! Or like, Jimmy! It's the same kind of thing. I Did, feel good. Okay. I feel like I want to just hug his neck and he's great. And he's real. He's down to earth. He makes that space feel really interconnected. He doesn't make you feel off. Like, he makes you feel good. He makes you feel like you, he was waiting for you. Walk me through what it's like on the day of doing a late night talk show as a musical artist. Because you got to go, do you go and sound check every time? Yeah, you got to go sound check. So you have to go before the show starts. So you do. What time would okay. you go up before a Fallon? Because a Fallon tapes at what time? Five? Well, it's like you get there like 11 a.m., okay. you know, and you're spending your whole day there and you'll kind of camp out at the studios. This particular time, they were actually doing it live. So, so we were there from 11 a.m. to. We didn't start like shooting it till 11 p.m., so we had all this time to kill. So you got to sustain your energy. Yeah, right. While you're there, you know, you got to stay up, and it was great. We, but he's just really funny. Like we taped some segments and stuff. Uh, one thing we did didn't even get used, you know. So it's like you tape a funny segment, you think, oh, I can't wait to see this on TV, and it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't get, get used, used at yeah. all. You know, it's, they they didn't have time for it because it's live, and they got to do it. Get to wait on the debates to finish out and all that. So that's kind of what they're doing. They're they're doing the debates and they're like, we're gonna be relevant. Oh, you guys followed the debates that night. Yeah, because I so, watched it back on YouTube, but I didn't. I obviously didn't stay awake because I don't stay awake that late. And well, that, obviously, why would yeah. you? you know? It's funny you mentioned the live thing because we would do stuff on this last season on American Idol. They'd be live shows and they would yeah. go, okay, we're gonna come to you in block two, and you're gonna talk to this person and do this because you were really funny about this. So do that whole bit where you, and I'm like, cool, no problem. Yeah, and, and then you do go, it all, and they never use well, it. Well, they'll go, all right, we got to cut that. We're running a little, uh, Lionel just went a little too long, so we got to cut your segment. And I'm like, but can we move my funny segment back? Well, I know. And they're like, we got to cut it. And, and I'm it like, would have oh, been so good, on. right? You think, oh, that, that's a little bit of that. You're like, oh, I wish they could have used that. They could have seen that funny little, but yeah. So you're up, you, you sound check, you go, okay, we sound good. And did, did the Roots play with you guys? We didn't use them this time. Okay. We, we played with our piano player, and we had a bowed bass, and I played guitar, and we were live. So me and Jimmy played acoustic. We had piano and bowed bass, and it was scary as hell. And you guys can you say that on the air? You can say whatever you want on this. Okay. You curse to your little heart's content. I do curse a lot. Everything you've ever wanted to say to a microphone. I curse, and I drink Coca-Cola, Bobby. And, we and I'm a Razorback fan. And, and let her rip. I went to the um, went to watch Razorback, the Razorbacks play in the College World Series. It was good. We lost. It sucked. Well, Vanderbilt's so damn good. Well, we lost to Florida State. I know, but you know but, how yeah. it's going. I um, it was fun to go though, and like I'm proud to be from Arkansas. Me too. I, I thought that's why you had me on today because you were. Like, I feel like Let's that's why we Arkansas. have a, like a connection because it's like we come from you know the same place. I'm getting some red headphones now. Now right. that you have them, I have red. I gotta get it. I have red everything for two reasons. One because uh, I'm super colorblind. And I can actually see the differences in most reds. And the other 
reason is because of Arkansas. But I've read everything. My red shoes, I've named entire tours after red, have my red headphones, but that's why. Arkansas and then my severe colorblindness. Do you have any physical ailments? Do you have any, any, any <laughs> like, like I got a whole I have a bad back, Bobby. I got a butthole that I I've torn <laughs> from riding my bike. I have to go to the doctor today. I have stenosis of the lower back. It's what, great. What is that from? That means just compacted spinal stuff. Yeah. And you have to like do a lot of yoga and stretch. Do you, I, have to, do you do, I stretch. Do you do yoga? I meditate. I yoga it out. Are you a meditator? I, yeah, Are you getting I, good at it? Are you I'm good at it? I'm getting better. I've been, I've been oming. Yeah. Oh, do you om? And something about that just seems to like take it to a it's like new a level. Cleanser of the inside. It, it, it works. I me. never do it in yoga because I feel ridiculous. I feel it, ridiculous too, but I just do it anyway because it feels good. When do you meditate? In the morning? Yeah, mornings are better for me. You wake up. Yeah. Walk, walk me through your it's day. It's kind of my routine, you know. You wake, wake up, up at what time? Oh, God. Traditionally, you wake up at what time? Well, you know, I'm rock and roll time, so it's like 9 a.m. That's Oh, that's that's not rock and roll. That's that's, that's solid human time. Well, rock and roll you know, time is like 1 I mean, some people are like, I wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Listen, I, I can't do I, that. I wouldn't. If I would do that if I could. Yeah, me too. I mean, I do. Only in New York. So you wake up at like 9. <sighs> And I stretch a little bit. I yeah. do a little twisty, twisty of the spine. I, you know, when I get to it, I um, and I drink some water, and that's about it. How much time do you spend meditating in the morning? Like an hour. You do? Yeah. Wow, good for you. I, I mean, that's that's good for me. For an sure. hour to like meditate? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I I say maybe thirty of that is meditating. The other thirty is like getting ready to meditate. That's like me when I do my my bike rides, which by the way is what tore my butthole. Is that, like a lot of that time I'm spending like getting ready, like giving my socks on just right, getting my shoes just right. Um, that's good for you. That meditation. You know, you know, it I have helps friends where it's changed their life completely. I mean, it helps me age better. You know, I'm I'm not getting any younger, and I have a lot of physical work when I perform, and I love it, and it makes me feel alive. So when I can meditate, something about that, um, something about that. Just, I'll, I'll take a drink of Coca-Cola as I say that. You can take all the, see, this is a podcast. There's no see rush. See what I'm saying? Take like, breath. something about Coca-Cola just gives you that boost you need. That burn. You, whenever, you went to college on a vocal scholarship? Yeah. You were that good, huh? I don't know. Where were, where were you singing? Was it church? Most of the time in the South, people yeah. get really good in church. Mostly in church. And I had to go and audition for my high school thing and to get a scholarship you had to audition and to get that scholarship which paid for my school I had to compete against many others so that was very challenging so I had to go so what kind of I sound like Tarzan were you like were you the uh were you the bass it was a baritone bass situation yeah and I got a full scholarship I couldn't believe it I mean it's weird I was just talking about this one of my bus drivers which I'm not trying to sound pretentious. He, um, well, no, you drive a tour. You have tour buses. Well, That's okay. My friend Jonathan Martin yeah. is in a group called the Martins, and they're a Southern Gospel Harmony band. Well, he was one of the co-drivers on our bus this past weekend, and he, I filled in for him as a singer in the Martins, the the gospel group, when? the Martins. How long ago? This was like maybe like 1993, okay. 94. Okay, long time ago, and. He is a great singer, and they're great singers. And I was so, I couldn't even, I, I could barely keep up because they're so talented. But 
it's so funny because like now he's you know he's driving my bus and I'm like feeling crazy about that. Like, how do I even deal with that? He's he's probably a better singer than me, and he's driving my bus, probably making more money than me at the same time. <laughs> you know, I think that's something too. I think people think that just because you're on TV, and I know this happens with a lot of artists, that you just if you're on the radio or you get on TV at all, that you're automatically multimillionaires. Yeah, that's kind of funny, isn't it? Like, if you're seen, people think that you're only seen because you're so successful that you're making millions and millions of dollars. I kind of had to deal with a lot of that this weekend with my family. And my, I was at my uncle's funeral, and they all think, of course, you know, hey, you're Here so comes successful. Here comes, comes big successful. Philip Buffett. Phillip. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, man, you have no idea. And you know, you've experienced some things like this, and and it's not what you think it is. Right. You know? I mean... Honestly, what I've found out about these kind of situations is that <laughs> when you think you're going to be in a moment where you're where you're famous or whatever, it actually is the opposite. You're actually more humbled by what you're experiencing. But for me, can, big, that's a long, that's a bigger conversation. No, I think it's a good conversation. I think for me, though, what has kept me grounded has been I've been able to, as my platform is lifted, I can see more that I can actually help. Because I was helped, and the more that you can see that needs help, and if you were given to, like, I, I just want to be here if I wasn't given to church groups or PTA groups, like feeding me or Christmas gifts. Thank you. And it, it actually kind of, you know, in a good way, weights you down. It but does. I, I do, there is a time, though, and I, and I was a victim of it, too, and I say this about a lot of recording artists, that whenever you first hit, you lose yourself, and it's can you yeah. get yourself back? Because when I'm, I lost myself for a bit, I was like, oh, my goodness. This Isn't is, this great? This is years ago. I was like, oh, wow. I can't believe it. I'm not, I'm not poor anymore. I, I can go, and like, I like going to the gas station and buying whatever I want. I can, I can buy whatever I want. But I can like, I have a nice car, and like, everything was like, wow. But you have to, even with new artists, like they get a hit, and the, the big head syndrome happens, and yeah. it's usually, it's like, when is it going to be brought back? Is it because you, you fail two or three times in a row, or is it because you put good people around you. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's a, a mixture of both. Yeah. Is it because you? it just, for me, it was so hard for so long? Yeah. That I think that's where, like, I'll always remember the burn. I'll never forget it. I'll you, never not be the poor kid who it, grew up it's know, my problem. in Mountain it's Pine, like, Arkansas. Yeah. You know, you'll never let go of that part of yourself. And I, I'll never do the same thing, you know. I think about the queen versus Oprah. Like, who would you rather be? Because they're both massively successful. But the queen doesn't know what it's like to be broke. She no. doesn't understand or appreciate what she act, what she has. Where Oprah, she's, she's a billionaire, and probably at this point's a bit out of touch, but Oprah knows. Yeah. Oprah's been through some real crap. And I would much rather have gone through crap and be able to appreciate it than, I feel the same than be the queen. I'm very grateful. I'm, I always say now that I'm very grateful for the struggles that I had and the struggles that I can now help. Well, you can understand it. Yeah. It's no, instead me, of sympathy, it's empathy. Yeah, it's empathy yeah. because you, for me, like I, you know, I, as much as I love my Coca-Cola. It's almost like, ding, he's doing a commercial, Mike. <laughs> but it's kind of the thing I hold on to. It's like, uh, you know, I love my little weird things that I like. I'll, I'll still wander into the Make truck stop like and get my comfort yeah. Coca-Cola. And, you know, it's just yeah. that thing that keeps you who you are. You know, I, we just, I just went back and visited my old hometown, so, you know, it's really fresh with me. But, you know, it's not 
we're never ever that far away from the people that are we're connected with and the stories we tell and that's what i love about it because you know as we make music and as we grow and as we learn about ourselves and as i meditate in the morning you know what i'm thinking about is those beautiful people that raise me up you know you know a lot of times i come on and talk about getting the right amount of rest i think you know when it comes to being healthy more so than exercise more so than eating right if you're not sleeping right none of the other stuff works and so for me when i'm home and i get to get on my sleep number bed i sleep so much better I actually sleep pretty wonderfully I'll, I'll tell you the truth there's never been a better time to save on proven quality sleep than right now it's the lowest prices of the season right now at your nearest sleep number store where queen match to start at just 9.99 by the way i know you're asking you're ready to save it on your phone my sleep number setting is 30. So if you're wondering, what's Bobby's sleep number? It's 30. So there you go. Take it to your friend. Share it today at work. The sleep number 360 beds are so smart, they sense your every move. They automatically adjust to you. Don't miss on sleep number's 4th of July special. The Queen sleep number 360 C4 smart bed is now $12.99. Plus, free premium delivery when you add a base. And Sunday, you'll only find sleep number in the 575 sleep number stores nationwide. Go to sleepnumber.com slash bones. Dollar Shave Club. You know, when I talk about Dollar Shave Club, I can't stress enough the quality of their products. They've spent years developing, crafting, and refining everything. They have everything that I use to look, feel, and smell my best. You name it, they have it. Dollar Shave Club can keep you automatically stocked up on the products that you use, too. You get whatever you want when you need it, and whether it's once a month or a few times a year. For me, I always forget to buy toothpaste, but now that I have it set with Dollar Shave Club, once every three months, I got my toothpaste, and I never have to waste time in the store Wondering if what I'm getting is good because of Dollar Shave Club. I know what I'm getting is the highest quality. And right now, you can put the quality of Dollar Shave Club's products to the test. Their ultimate starter sets have basically everything you need for an amazing shower, a close shave, or clean teeth. The best part? You can try each one for just 5 bucks. After that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular prices. Get the ultimate starter set for just 5 bucks at dollarshaveclub.com bones. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash bones. What would I be without that government cheese? Well, you may be. Still and be. that government peanut butter. You may still be Phil Stevens. I would still be <laughs> Phil Stevens. <laughs> Phil Stevens. Phil's put his head on the ground, on the table. Uh, Phil oh Stevens my gosh. was your radio name. Hey, I have a good radio voice, Bobby. You, you were a DJ back in the day. Tell me about that. Oh, man. That was good. That was good times. Yeah. I, you know. That was, for me, a, a chance to, as a young kid, be able to work a job and also be around music yeah. all the time. I, I mean, I learned so much about music. That's what I can take from that job. What kind of station were you working at? It was a good time. <laughs> was it an oldie station? Good times, great oldie. <laughs> what was the... Uh, was hey, it like it's Phil Stevens here, <laughs> good times, great oldies. Next, coming up next, it's Bobby Bones. He's going to play you Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I would. It was that. I had that voice too. Mine was. Come on. Uh, continuous hit music, one hundred five point nine KLAZ. It's Bobby Bones here. Gonna play the new one here from. Ooh, it's Love Shack from the B fifty twos. So I'm gonna throw right. it back a few years. And That's I tried right. so hard to do that. I know. I've worked on my non regional diction, as they say. Me too. Yeah, I did. I went, like, I took, went to speech pathology. To, good. I, I. Me too. Yeah. That's why we have so much coming. I think. Yeah. Good times, great oldies. And I, 104.7 Cool FM. It's Phil Stevens. And here's your good times and great oldies. It's Stevie Wonder. But I would try to do that. Like, yours is actually pretty good. I was really good at it. And how old were you when you were doing that? I was like 18. Okay, so you were 
18, 19. And then I you know, was playing music on the weekends with my mom and trying to make some money here and there. You know? So you go, did you graduate from Arkansas State? Did you finish school? No, I you went didn't. one year. I had a full scholarship, Bobby. Yeah. And I went one year and said, see you later. And then Because so- I, I didn't want to be a music teacher. I wanted to write songs. So I said, I got to get out of here. And you moved to? I moved to Little Rock for a little bit, and then I moved to Nashville pretty quickly. In 97, I moved to Nashville. So why to Little Rock for a minute? Big Because for me, that was well, a big city. they had an international airport. Yeah? So I could travel and book myself playing gigs. And that was really the reason. And I had a buddy. His name was Doug. And we, we, had, we shared an apartment, and we booked ourselves out of that same apartment doing gigs, playing for different things. And... Uh, you know, until we, I moved to Nashville, I was like, I gotta get, I, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> it's funny you talk about Little Rock like that because in my first book, I talk about how Little Rock was a big city to me. It was big like, for it me was, too. It was a home of Ned Permy and, yeah. and tall buildings. Right. And I was like, I, my goal was, I just need to get to Little Rock, and that, that was, was such, it was such a big step for me. Like, still, when I look back, that was probably when I reached, like, in my mind, the biggest goal. I was like, I just want to be on the radio in the Capitol. That's just the place where I'm gonna. I live. Dude, I thought I'd made it so big Me when too. I made it to Little Rock. And Little Rock's awesome. And I'll eventually go back it, and live it, there again. It is a cool place. Yeah. And you know what? I remember, like, the river there in the middle of town. And we'd go climb up the old train track bridge and, like, sit up there and, like, dream. And I would dream about, oh, man, if I could just write songs in Nashville and be, you know, one of those people. And so it's pretty cool that I'm here and... I, there's no way I could have made it. I don't, I don't even know how I got here. So I'm really thankful. And, you know, I'm in Little Big Town, and I get to play music every day, and it's pretty cool. So I I never take it for granted, but, man, it's so weird. Do a lot of people think that you and Kimberly are married because Karen and Jimmy are married, and you're yeah. the two blondes? <laughs> Do people, because I can definitely see where if two of them are married, they yes. might assume that the other two are married too. They do that a lot. Is that a thing where they're yeah. like, oh. We're like, we're married, but to other people. But, yeah, I mean, what can you do about that? You know, you just say, hey, yeah, but no, not to each other, and move on quickly. But, oh, man, I love it. I love getting to create with those beautiful people because the, the push and pull between the four of us is what has driven me creatively, and we get rewarded with that gift. It's so cool. Like, you know, we get to make music together every day. I was reading the story recently about a soccer player who insured his leg. Because you can go to, like, the, the, <laughs> the Lords of London or Lloyds of London. I'm not even sure yeah. what it is. And you can insure yeah. your body parts. Wow. And so should do, We should what, do that. What are you going to insure? Well, I did have someone. My business manager was like, hey, I'm not paying for that. Or she's like, do you want to insure your vocal cords? And I was oh, like, that's a good one. She was like, it's not even about your vocal cords being that good. It's like, that's the only thing you have to work with. <laughs> like, I've developed no other skills. That made you feel great, by the way, first of all. I think about that because you broke your hand at one point, didn't you? I did. I broke this bone right here on my right hand. And, and, but and I was how, able how to. how did you do that, by the way? Um, it was. Was it a, was it a <laughs> it was fight? such an accident. It was like one of those things where I was laughing and hit it on something. And I was like, ow, that kind of hurt. And broke it. So. so did, did it stop your guitar? Because Dirk's broke his hand recently. It didn't stop anything. I actually played with the other three fingers, and it was like I had this weird cast that I had to wear. But the hardest part, and you know this because you do meet and greets and stuff like that, I had this guy come up in meet and greet, 
And before I realized it was broken, he shook my hand mm. and literally, I it almost sent me to my knees. I was so much in pain, and <laughs> my face got so red, and my bandmates were like, "Oh my God, are you okay?" I'm like, no, "Yeah, it sucks." It and he didn't know. He had no idea. And but he was like what? one of those. I'm gonna. Yeah, and a lot of guys so in the hard. south. They have a really, yeah. really strong handshake to show that. And sometimes it's like a, it's a contest. I don't know what that is about. One that I quickly go, you win. I give yeah, him a tap. Yeah. Like you, get, like, yeah. you, die, you go. got the strongest hand. You're so strong. You're the man. Yeah. I, I want to play a game here. I want to play um, right. a clip of one of your songs. Just give, yeah, it's healed just, now. It's, healed. Give, it's doing good. Give me a memory, okay? Just I, I'll play you a song of yours, and you just give me a memory that comes with that oh, song. Wow. I like this. Um, So Boondocks. I'm going to play a little Boondocks okay. for you. And just, let's just play for a second. That song. I remember this club, this little club in Kentucky, and we've been touring. We've been on radio tour, struggling. It's it was sucking. We were, you know, you know how it feels. You just like damn. And then all of a sudden, we pull up to this place in Kentucky, and there's all these people here, and we're we're there to perform at this club, and the parking lot is full. We're like. Who are you opening for? Like, this is incredible. And it comes to be that they're there for us. Mm. And we were blown away. And we performed and we did a, you know, what we thought was a pretty good job. And they were so just into it, they wanted an encore. We'd never done an encore before. So they were like, Boondocks, Boondocks, Boondocks. We sang Boondocks again. Again. Yeah. That was our encore. Yeah. It's the dude, the hit again. And they loved it. They were like freaking out. I love the end of that song. As far as endings of songs, all time endings of songs. You I, get I a line, I get a pole. We'll go fishing in the crawfish hole. Five cup poker on Saturday night, church on Sunday morning. You get a line, I, I, I get a pole. I like Jimmy's part on that. I always want to sing Jimmy's part when. See, see, there you go. That's that, endings of songs? Top three of all time. Thank you. Is that still fun to do that end part? Are you kidding? Is the crowd do the end part like crazy? Because I it's will not. Be. It's not just fun. It's like I feel like a three year old. I'm so happy when that happens, and I'll go. You get a line, I get a pole, and they put the mic out to the crowd. And they we'll just go sing. fishing in the crowd. <gasps> it blows my mind. Yeah. You know, it's like what that never gets old. It only makes it more beautiful. I'm going to play you another one here. Tell me the uh, memory that comes to mind when I play Girl Crush. Here's a little bit of the song. Here's Girl Crush. A little big town. Just think about it, Philip. Am I going to press you? Think about it. What memory comes to mind? Blake Shelton in a Girl Crush hat. He's looking over his left shoulder. Posted it on Twitter. He is the sexiest Girl Crush hat wearing mother I've ever seen. Uh, that's what I remember. Blake Shelton I remember, I remember that, yeah. Blake Shelton. I remember Stapleton Reba. Had, had Stapleton had. did it. Like they like they made that song. Yeah. If if it wasn't for them pushing and you playing it, we talked about that with Dan Rather the other day. We were like, man, you know, if it wasn't for Bobby and all of our friends making this song something, fighting for it, saying, No, hey, you can't just like push this away. 
this is a song that needs to be heard. We, who would have heard it? You made it happen. And I was just part of the group that made it happen. Well, but you I did were get in a, a lot of part. trouble for it, which I'm I'm so proud of at this point of my life. Can I say Oh yeah. Damn Here, here's straight. an interesting story as we mm. do our cool guy handshake. It's one of the only bits that my company has ever because at the time this song was so controversial. And I was playing it before it was a single. I think you guys still had um Punt I think Punt no Daydrinking. Daydrinking yeah, was yeah, it. Yeah. Was the song, the first song right. off the record. I don't know. And so I was playing this and my company's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We need to play this for a, a focus group and see if they think this is bad. And I was like, do all you want. Well, and moms they, across the country were saying, I don't want my daughter to hear say, I, I, I don't want my daughter to hear, I want to kiss your lips and th things like that. You were only hearing that from reporters who were taking individual comments. Because yeah. what we learned through the research when I was like playing the song research. and talking about it Ugh. was that people were going, no, we love the song. And so my company goes, you know what? There were two things in my career that, and I have a great company that have, it took a second for them to adjust. It did take to, a minute. Tap, but there were two things that I got lucky doing. One was Girl Crush before it was a single and I was playing it, where they were like, no, no, oh, okay, we trust you. The second one was putting on a songwriter who didn't have any songs. And I was just like, hey, come play. And he played all the time. And they were like, don't put them on. And it was Stapleton. And then once those two things happened, they were like, all right. You we just trust do, you now. You just do your, then, yeah. I, then I got fined a million dollars. That was a whole later thing. Oh, my God. I know. I kind of went back to zero at that point. <laughs> but um, but you still got the best I'm red. still here. I'm the, still here. Yeah, you're still, I'm still here. I'm still we're here. still rocking still it. Here. Um, how about, let's do a oh, pontoon. Let's, Thank you for that. Tell me the memory. Think about this, Philip. I come to you. I was like, finally. On this song? Finally. Yeah. They're playing our music. And they're, this is getting to the masses. Finally. It was 2012, and we finally got a big splash. Of, you know, just an awareness of music, and everyone's like, "We're playing this song," and it changed our lives because we got booked in places we were never booked before. We got paid more, all those things. You know, uh, you don't want to be pretentious, but it was really nice. I bet. I mean, I remember watching when this song came out; it was such a big deal. I was still do in Austin, Texas, but I would watch Crook and Chase. <laughs> Loved watching Cook and Chase at midnight. I love them. Yeah, yeah, me too. Still love. Love Charlie. Love, yeah. love them. I, yeah. I just love them because I'm big fans of theirs yeah. as a kid. And so but I was watching Cook and Chase, and you guys were on Cook and Chase, the TV show, talking about this song. And I was still in pop and hip-hop, but I was like, I love those. I don't know why I love those guys, but they seem like people I'd like to hang out with. If You know, fast forward eight years later, we're hanging out. And here you are. And here we are. But that's a, yeah, look at that. Okay. Dude, that changed our lives. That song did. Thank you, Pontoon. Thank you for the fans. I still don't have a pontoon. My favorite story is Natalie Hemby, one of the writers of that song. She she went to a, a dealership where they sell pontoons. And she was like, yeah, we kind of want to buy one of these and get going on it. And, she, and the guy was like, yeah, you know, that song. I hate that song. I've heard it so much. I hate that song. And she couldn't tell the guy that she was a writer on it. But he hated it. And I'm sure, because I used to work in a marina, <laughs> and I used to drive pontoons and fix pontoons, I probably would hate that song, too, if I had to hear it all day, every day. It, it had some, a lot of hate factor on it. That just means the exposure is large. That's a great... Yeah. That's what I tell a lot of my that's friends nice. who, right. who start to get hate on Instagram, because they're, they're getting bigger. <laughs> I'm like, the only reason you're getting more hate is because you're getting bigger. And the more I, people that see you, you're playing a numbers game. The more people that see you, the more people that aren't going to like you. Yeah. It's not that you're so much more unlikable, just more, more people are seeing you. That's it. And that's the nature of but, it. But, hey, if you can take that and go with it, 
when you did heard, not get your feelings hurt. I was like, well, you know what? I'm, I hate that happened to you, but congratulations on your song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Um, when you, that, that song, because uh, we were talking to her about that, it wasn't Hitch at first, was it? But did, when you got the work tape, was it back to <laughs> Hitch? <laughs> back this bitch out was into it when you heard the it? water. Because I, I love that. That's what I loved about it. I love that it said back this bitch. And then when we said hitch, we were like, okay, we gotta make it like, you know, cool for the peeps. Yeah. But yeah, it's And, back and that hitch bitch. also makes sense. As someone again who wants to arena. It, it yeah, works, right? But all right, I'm gonna play Little White Church because I love this one here. Let's let's Rihanna's do a, favorite. Let's do what memory comes to mind uh, when I play Little White Church from Little Big Town. Here you go. Which by the way, this is the song I'll still mix up in the dance party. I, I know this yeah. part. Think about this. What comes to mind? Okay. I had a 1932 Gibson guitar. guitar, and that was right around the time of the Nashville floods, and that guitar, I had to shoot it. I used it for the video shoot, and then I left it in storage, and we went to sing the anthem at the, the race in Kentucky, the Derby, and that was when the flood happened, and so... I lost my guitar. Really? It floated on the water, in the river. And I, I moved here right after that, so I didn't experience the flood. Yeah. What was that like here? It was bizarre. You know, you had people like Keith Urban and Vince Gill, who lost like 100 guitars. Now, I just remember one of the best stories is that Vince Gill lost his guitar that his father gave him. And it was this, like, 100-year-old Martin and... So for me, when I lost a 1932 Gibson that I just bought, you know, somewhere, I played it in a video, Little White Church, but I thought, wow, that's nothing compared to what Vince lost. He lost the guitar his dad gave him. But there was a lot of that going on. Peter Frampton, Keith Urban, they all lost like 100 guitars each. It was like, it was unreal. And then you would even see people and go, oh, guitars are nothing when it comes to like homes. You know, it even would like yeah, it, and that yeah, guitars are nothing. You're right. Yeah, and it's like I, I, mean, I do gosh, that too sometimes. I'll be I feel like, man, silly even saying no, no, no. I think guitars. everybody, no, everybody gets it in context because it's a music podcast. Yeah. And we're talking about yeah. that, but that yeah. happens to me too. Where I'm like, oh man, I gotta wake up at three thirty in the morning. But I'm like, yeah, you know what though? It's all right. Like you get to do something pretty cool. Pretty cool. You know, I'm gonna play. Let me play a little bit of. Boy, you have so many songs that I love. Let's do tornado. The thing. This was the jam. You're playing keys right now in front of me. I am. I, I'm you play to, keys on this I song? I play guitar on this song. Okay. I actually play a guitar that's uh, strung with really low strings, so it's like boom, 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 really low Almost string. like a bass? Almost like a bass. All right. And I played this little Larave guitar, and we performed this, this song on David Letterman before he retired. And what I remember is that he came over and he was like, what's that little guitar you got there, sir? Like, like. You know, I felt ridiculous. I'm like, man, I'm not impressing David Letterman at all. I'm like trying to rock it out with this guitar all strung low. And he's like, what's that little guitar you got there, Sonny? <laughs> David Le- that's, my, that's my hero. It's always been my dream to meet David Letterman. Really? Yeah. And I haven't. I'm also scared to because, you know, they're like, ah, you know. If, and we, get, we are in the world now where we get to meet a lot of people that we think and thought were super cool. Sometimes they're cooler than we thought. Sometimes they're not. I agree with you so much on that 
regard. And, yeah, and Dave is. I say Conan O'Brien is one of those that I thought I would, you know, I'd met him and performed on his show a few times, yeah. and then I run into the guy, you know, on a vacation. You just run into Conan O'Brien, Park City, yeah. Utah, and I was like, "Hey, man, I know I've played on your show a few times." He's like, "Yeah, I don't remember." And then it was like, I don't, I, I don't want to call him out, but I'm kind of calling him out. Yeah, but. He was like, yeah, I don't remember you. <laughs> at least he was honest. Yeah, he was cool about yeah. it. He didn't remember at all. I'd been on that. We'd been on there like three times. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man, I'm just such a fan. I was, I, I, I loved your, uh, you know, documentary, you know, Can't Stop. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, that was great. But I don't remember you, man. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, enjoy your rest of your vacation. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, he and he went on his way and didn't remember anything but i thought he remembered me he, he like he you know i i remember being in new york taping the show and seeing him after the show i'm like oh my god thanks man, thanks for having us my daughter your daughter we talked and no 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 memory so many people go through that you know it, what can you do and what are you gonna do just, what are you gonna do i'm just some anyway. kid from arkansas just i'm like country folk anyway what are you? after third time playing his show i thought he would remember but he didn't right. i would Maybe I would remember, but he didn't, and I don't judge him for that. But This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your next stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring. You're talking about men's boots, women's boots, um, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, timeless style, always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort, little to no break-in period, like, it's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, direct consumer pricing keeps the value on your feet and the money in your pocket. So stop by your local Tacova store. Have a complimentary drink. Shop the new styles. You like the smell of leather or no? I love it. Yeah. That's what the whole store basically is. Fresh leather. Yep. Friendly staff. Or like the smell of staff? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm sure they smell good there. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. What a gift, too. Regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like this. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Yeah. Yeah. Tecovas.com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest... Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the kids at St. Jude. St. Jude's been leading the way in the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of childhood cancer. Your support means that families never get a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the families can focus on helping their child live. And that really hits home for me because 
I've been to St. Jude many times. I've hung out with the kids, played music for the kids. I was in the hospital a lot as a kid. Now, I didn't have cancer, but if it wasn't for people stepping up, I don't know that I would have been able to go and stay in the hospital and be taken care of. So that's why we do this, take care of others. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. When you do this, you'll get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. So join all the doctors and researchers, you know, and me in this fight and just text the word Bobby to 785-833. It's only six numbers, but text the word Bobby to 785-833. Who was the last person that you asked to take a picture with? Like, think about that. Not like family, but like someone. And now, as you're thinking about it, I saw Ben Folds at the Nashville airport, and I was too scared to ask him to take a picture because I'm such a huge fan. But I wonder, like, someone like you, you're a big-time musician. Really? Yeah, like, who? who's the last person that you went up to and went, like, hey, man, you might forget a picture? I always feel so, like, I still always feel like that little kid from Arkansas who never really is that, you know, what you say, what you just said. I, I always feel so humble and so... And, and Ashley McBride, who is my friend, we grew up in the same little town. We always talk about, oh, man, we can connect because we remember our teachers, our algebra teacher, Miss Bassham. We had the same algebra teacher, which you failed, and McBride she failed us both, teacher. by that's, the way. That's funny. Um, but, you know, the last person I remember really wanting to take a picture with. Tough question. It is a tough question. I would look, I'll, I'll look on it, was, it, was, it was Daisy Ridley. Daisy the Ridley. actress for you know Ray, the new Jedi. I don't. Oh yeah, I don't know. I've never She's seen, like the I, new. I, I've never seen Star Wars, but is that is she, she was, in it? She was recently on Jimmy Fallon, and we were all backstage, and we were like, "Can we get a picture with you?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, who who are you?" And I kind of dig that that she has no clue, but she's amazing. Mine is Blanc- my my daughter was fascinated. I did Blanco Brown, who does. Gonna do the two-step and cowboy boogie. Have you heard that song? <laughs> yes. That and Lil Nas X. The last two guys that I was like, let's get a picture. Uh, thankfully, I was there for the Lil Nas X kind of situation. Yeah. And we were all there hanging out in an after party. So it wasn't too awkward. You know, but I always feel awkward asking like, hey, can would you mind taking a picture? You know what the move is? What I've now kind of got mastered with whomever's with me. I'll be like, hey, do the move. And they know what the move is. So they'll get their phone out and be like... <laughs> You know, we should get a picture. Bobby, get with Lil Nas X. You guys take a picture together. You guys got to do this. Because I didn't ask. And, yeah, and you didn't like, ask. Someone else did. And it's not like Lil Nas X is going to go like, nah. He's going to go, all right, because I didn't. Well, yeah. Yeah. So What's he going to say? That's my move now. That's where, a good move. Where I'm like, all right, do the thing. Then, then you I'm, don't have to ask. Then I don't have to ask. Because I'm always kind of embarrassed. Uh, me too. I'm like, I don't want to be the guy who's like, look at me. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay, how about this one? I love right. this song. Um, it sadly did not do as well as I hoped it would do, but I loved it so much. And I think Karen and I had talked about how frustrating it was for me when when someone stops loving you. Well, wasn't a huge hit. Such a good song. Get it. Be careful. Tell me about this. What memory is this? Okay. This song was beautiful and we loved it. The shooting of this video might have been the hottest day. In California. Like sexy? No, it wasn't sexy. I might have (laughs) almost passed out. I almost had a heat stroke. Like, it was like 108 degrees. And there's this picture of me, like, wandering off in the distance with this, you know, this land that had kind of been scorched by the fire, basically. So it looked really good. It looked like you were on Mars. And we're shooting this video, and 
I had a moment there where we get so hot that you're cold. It's like water sometimes yeah. does that where you touch it. And you're like, is that hot or is that cold? I, yeah. I literally thought I was going to pass out. And that's what I remember from this song. But it's a beautiful thing. You know another one I love? There, you guys have so many songs that I love. Like, I love Your Side of the Bed. And I remember watching you guys do that at the award show. Thank you. Such a change. It's so funny because uh, Jimmy and par- Karen's parents both thought that they had something. They're like, is there something you got to tell us? You know, like, is something going on between you guys? Yeah, you guys you know. This is your breakup song? This is your divorce but song? There's Laura McKenna there for you. She's like, she knows how to write this lyric. And she has the most beautiful marriage with her husband, Gene. And we always go, how do you write these songs? And you have the happiest life ever, you know? But because she's probably so well-balanced, she can go there. I wonder what... What a gift, right? Yeah, and, you know, she lives in Boston, and people go to her, which is because she's so good. Yeah. And the fact that she can... That's a cool thing, that people will travel to you. She comes to Nashville some, (laughs) and I love Lori. I know Lori. She comes a little bit. Have you written with Lori? I've not written with her. No. I won't even ask her to write. Like, Come on now. I only write funny songs, and she can write the hits and do Love Junkies and make the millions. I'm not going to tr- try to take her time up, you know? She's I did got, this with she's her. She's got the funny side to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Listen, she wrote Humble and Kind. I need some more You need more coke? Here. You need more soda? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna let me play a little bit of this. I've, I've been going too fast. Of the new, the new one here, daughters. You guys did this on balance. Yeah, and the tuxedos. Which, by the way, were those tuxedos super expensive? Were those like Gucci or something? They were pretty pricey. And you don't have to buy those, right? Uh, well, thank God. Okay. I, I, I borrowed them. Okay. We borrowed them. Tell me about this song. This song, Karen wrote it with Sean McConnell and Ashley Ray. I don't know if you know or familiar. I know who Sean McConnell is. Both of those writers are, but she said it was literally a gift. It just fell out of the sky. And they were talking about uh, that book, you know, Girl, Wash Your Face. Uh, Rachel Hollis. Yeah. And Karen was like, Girl, wash your face before you come to the table. And then Sean picks up a guitar and says, and they keep going, and they, this song just kind of fell out of the sky. And she came to us the other day, not that long ago, and the studio was like, this song, I feel like this might be the best song I've ever written. Listen to it. And we listened, and it was beautiful. It moved us all so much. Thank you. I wash the dishes, feed the kids, and clean up all this mess. What's the dynamic like when all four of you can really sing? Because you can really sing. Don't you ever want to go, let me have all the leads. Tonight. This is Tuesday, guys. Listen, let me just sing all the leads. <laughs> you know, because we, I, I work in a group dynamic, yeah. which when you're this close with people, there's also a lot of family tension. Yeah. If you don't think Amy and I fight sometimes, you're nuts. Like, Amy and I oh. fight because we, we're together every day for hours from arm's length. And we talk about it openly. It's like, but if we didn't fight, it wouldn't be a real relationship. Right. The push and pull is what makes Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I feel the same way about the band. The push and the pull. You know, if you had one person who told everybody what to do, it'd be boring. It'd be lame. With the four of us and the connection we have and the push and the pull, it makes creativity beautiful. It gives us the gift. It gives us that reward. I feel so rewarded artistically. Don't like, you want to do we, a solo project, though? Like, <laughs> here it is. Philip's Wheat solo. Oh, uh, you know, it probably sucked. 
<laughs> Who knows, right? I don't know. I, I have so much fun. I feel rewarded because we let each other shine so much in this band in a way that, in different ways, I get to do so many different things. Yeah. More so than I probably would in a solo situation. And that I really enjoy. And I think we all really enjoy that. Got to split that money four ways. Well, that's yeah. what sucks about it. You got to split. <laughs> but, you know, that's when you let your ego. We all check our ego at the door and be like, you know what? We split that money, but we get to share this creative yeah. gift that rewards us in ways that we would have never understood until we can sing together. When we hit that chord together and we... We, it's something that something special happens when that chord happens and we hit that triad. What's your favorite you, song to do right now? Oh. Right now. In, in the live show, what's your favorite song? When you see a pop-up, you're like, oh, this one's kind of refreshing. It's fun. Or I was born in a race. Still? In the boondocks? I think the boondocks still, is still look the song. At you. That's cool because a lot of artists go... I'm going to keep doing it because the fans want to do it, but I'm just going through the motions. That's that's a lot of artists that have hits that are, you know, five, six, eight years, not, ten years old. I think that's the best gift to me is that I've never had a moment where I felt like I've had to go through any emotions. Like, I can say that. I can look you in the eye and say that with a heart full of pride that we live it. We love it. We live it. We love it. And it's every moment is so exciting. I feel like I'm a 19-year-old every day. Because I get to live my dream with how's, my friends. How's Rebecca? She's more beautiful than ever. Yeah? That's part of what makes me feel nice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's amazing. And I'm really thankful every day. I get to wake up and live my dream and create with my friends. And I know it sounds so cliche, but it's pretty damn awesome. Look at you. Small town boy from Arkansas. Making it. Are we? Let's I, make some more. You know what? I don't know. I don't know if you ever feel like you made. I don't. I don't think I've ever made it. That's I, why I, I yeah, don't that, ever say that to myself. I don't either. I never go. You know what? Maybe we should. Maybe that's. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't, because I feel like I'm always striving, and that keeps me motivated. Do you feel like you're? Do you have issues with feeling like you're good enough? Imposter syndrome is probably say? yeah, but that's okay. I kind of, maybe I need that, you know? Maybe it helps me stay humble and true and keep pursuing the pure passion of love of music because, man, it's so cool. It's so fun. Like, I get to, we, I, Jimmy and I were just having this conversation. We just played Jimmy Fallon. And we looked at each other walking out of there and, like, two small-town kids, look at us. Did you ever think you'd get to do these kind of things? Yeah. No, we didn't. And it's pretty awesome. Something that we do here, we're going to do the Mount Rushmore of your favorite musical artists of all time. All right. Now, Mount Rushmore normally has four people, but we do five because everybody always wants to ask There's somebody. So, many. so you just get five. Okay. So this is this is the Mount Rushmore of musical artists. I like this. Now, I'm, I'm putting you, t it, you know, you got to pick five. And just to roll you through mine, Garth is on mine, John Mayer's on mine, Ben Folds is on mine. That's a great, wow. Um feel stressed. I made a new one recently. I put Casey on there. Okay. And I kind of it's kind of a mix of my current favorites and my all-times, but your Mount Rushmore music can be anybody you want. And then as my bonus was Old Dominion because they're just crushing it and everything well, they yeah. do I love now. Okay, they're pretty awesome. So, that's my Mount Rushmore. As I've talked, I've vamped to give you a second to think about it. 
Who's first on your Mount Rushmore of music, Philip? Ray Charles. Ray Charles. Ray Charles. And then it goes Michael McDonald. Uh, you you know, you definitely got the Michael McDonald vibe. You don't know me, but I'm your brother. Mike, do you know who Michael McDonald is? You didn't need to, I do you not. did not need to hear that, but now you did. He's uh, Doobie Brothers and then Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. Yes. And then you have Stevie Wonder. Okay, so so far we got Ray. Oh, it's heavy keys. These like, are heavy you're keys. Loving guys. The key, you're loving I love the, piano the keys players guys. right now. That's my first instrument. So, okay, yeah. so it's Ray Charles. I go Charles. keys, drums, guitar. That's my how my instruments go. Ray Charles, Michael McDonald, Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Oh, good. You're going keys. So do you go <laughs> next up? Do you go? Oh man, this is tough. I know this is a really tough one. Okay, I said Michael McDonald. So wait, Ray Charles, Michael McDonald, Stevie Wonder. Yes. And then I like a little John Mayer. Okay. He's my guitar hero right now. Okay, that's four. So that's four. So and the then you fifth get guy, one more. One more. Do you go? Where do you go? That's a tough one. It really is hard. I like Bruce Hornsby a lot. He's back to the keys guy. Interesting choice, you know, yeah. Because he's he's one of those guys that he, you know, he felt he kind of rode the line between songwriter, musician, and there was I've never heard a bass solo before before Bruce Hornsby. So Bruce Hornsby. You have favorite Bruce Hornsby. Ricky Skaggs. Oh, I'm sorry you missed. Ah, oh. I'm sorry, Did Ricky they fit Skaggs. In the same category. Ricky, no, I'm sorry. That's why Dang we say it. you only get four plus one. Because everybody always wants to go, what about the James next Taylor? Oh, the next one. They can all three fit in the same. Okay. They'll, they'll all share the same head cut out. Uh, that um, was really bad, wasn't it? No, it's, it is what it is. Next time you come in, you can change it up. Ray Charles is my favorite. What, you have a favorite Ray Charles song? Oh, my God. What makes you think of Ray Charles? Not even favorite. What song is it that makes you think? Uh, it's, his, it's his soul. Uh, it's, the, it's the sound of his voice. I can't even explain it. I can't even try to emulate it. But I think when you said it's a soul, you do explain it. It's his soul, you just man. Kind of feel it. Of all the American songs, because I love Ray Charles too, and I think Kaylee Hammock and I maybe Mike were talking about yeah. Ray Charles a bit, and um, Modern Sounds Country Music, mm-hmm. and so. But we were we, we were kind of diving into that a little bit. But when he sings, Georgia, oh my mind. By the way, the best version, yeah. or even America. America, God shed his grace on thee. Listen to that voice. And it's like, oh, I never felt so. But that version yeah, is still. Yeah, that version. God, oh. it's so good. God shed his grace on thee. And crown thy good with in brotherhood from sea to shine And you're like, oh. oh no. You want to put your hand on your heart? Just as That's he's America that. right there. Yeah, it's a jam. From sea to shine and see. Oh, wow. I'm in the wrong key. Oh, put us in the right key, Bobby. I live in the wrong key, Philip. Me too. Mostly, most of the time. I don't even live in a key. I'm just bouncing all around. It's a jam. Melissa. Oh, he's way higher than we. Well, we don't. I don't attempt. even try. It's yeah. like singing McGraw songs. Oh. Like McGraw sings so high that I don't even try to sing McGraw songs. Like even to kid around with McGraw songs. Yeah. And people hear us. Oh, America, America. There he goes. There he goes. Take it home. Oh, I don't even want to try. Good. I love it. Did you I watch- love that you pulled that up. Thank you, Mikey. Did you watch Ray, the movie? I did. It's good, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Jamie, Jamie Foxx like, t- glued his eyelids shut for that movie? I didn't know that. 
Yeah, so he could like feel as close to being because he knows you never can replicate what someone who has no vision is actually going through. Um, but he was like, I wanted to feel as close as I could to it, so he glued his eyelids shut. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Crazy, huh? I was just so blown away with his musical performance about just portraying that character. Yeah. Like, how can anyone try to be Ray Charles? But Jamie Foxx did a great job. Did you see the James Brown movie? You ever see that one? I haven't seen that one. Pretty good. Now you're inspiring me. It's pretty good. I love my music documentaries. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, they're like biopics more than documentaries. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We, we trust them, but they're, <laughs> they're probably messing around with us a little bit. I love my George Harrison uh, four-hour Francis Ford Coppola documentary. Mm. Oh, my God. You know, Tom Petty's got one that's about four hours. I sat through that one, too. The Eagles have a series that's about, it's a documentary. About, I, I live for those It's about things. four hours, and the Eagles one is so good. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I question myself as a musician, like, that inspires me so much to see that heart and love and music. And I think to myself, wow, what have I done in my life to, to create a legacy like that? And they probably thought while they were doing it, what have I done to create a legacy? Same, the same thing. I don't know. Until they finished. And they're like, I don't know. Well, did, they, did they do that? I don't know. They did. Maybe they did. And you're doing it now. And I hope we do the same. Because I think when you're humble and you still believe that you can do something fresh and new every day and you can create you're still living you're still experiencing what it is or whatever that thing is that drove us here in the first place that's what i love about it well here's what i hope for you philip if you might be playing a little bit of that in america please america this is what i hope for you as we finish up this hour-long podcast i hope that one day you're somewhere like a ski village And it's a big red-headed fella. It comes up to you. And this big red-headed fella goes, Excuse me, sir. I don't want to bother you, but I think you were on my show one time. And you know what you say back to them? You go, I've been on a lot of shows. I don't quite re- I don't remember you. I don't remember you. I don't remember you. <laughs> That's my goal for you, Philip. Hey, you know, I want to remember that guy, though. I want to know. I want to remember. That's my goal. Because I hate not remembering. <laughs> Maybe we can remember how beautiful these days all are because it's so damn good. Well, you said it all, my friend. I love you, buddy. And go Hogs. Amen. I give you one. I give you one right there. There he is. Episode 186. Philip Sweet of Little Big Town. Follow him at Philip Sweet on Instagram. But if he's not posting right now, just wait a minute. Don't be sad. You'll be back. I'll be there. No need to cry. Don't. Yeah. Hold on just a minute. Just, you know. get you back. I'm just living my life, I'm just Bobby. my voice higher and higher for no reason. I'm just busy living my life. Living his life. Uh, and uh, new music from Little Big Town. Check out The Daughters, and I'm sure by the time you hear this, which we're going to put this up almost immediately, but people listen to these things for years. I'm sure your latest project is even better. Everything that you've done since Daughters has been the greatest I've ever heard. I have to say this. Yeah, go ahead. This is our ninth studio album. Is that right? And I can't tell you how special this music is. I, it's so beautiful. And after that record does so well, and right now, maybe you're on your 11th when people are hearing this, and it's even better. <laughs> maybe you're on your 13th. And let me tell you, you thought the 11th one was good. This 13th one? Can we just hang out all day? Maybe it's the best this music I've ever awesome. heard in my life. Yeah. All right, episode 186. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next Love time. Love you, buddy.
This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. You can probably spell it. You probably know it. Tacovas dot com. Find your new favorite pair of boots today. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 